Morning, Miss Evelyn. Good morning, Joe B. How are you on a Sunday morning? I am fine. How are you? I'm going to make one statement. Uh oh. And you tell me what you thought of. When Jane Fonda said I could be in my dad's vehicle with him for four hours and there would not be a word said. My dad. <laughs> my dad. My son. Yeah. Did you think about that? I certainly did. Yes. Yes. That was a good feature on Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. I know, they're funny. Yes. And uh, my, are they not uh, keeping themselves in pretty good shape at their age? Oh, my gosh. Yes, she's what? Jane Fonda is 85? Mm -hmm. That's fabulous. Yeah. She said a body should be judged not by age, but by health. Yes, she's saying that as long as you have your health, you've got everything. I'll buy that. So, Casey, Illinois, have have you ever been to Casey? I thought I had, and I kept hearing about it. I think the reason I am familiar with it is uh, because it's up around Effingham and Marshall, and we used to go up there to uh, county fairs and uh, show our horses. Mm -hmm. And uh, it all, all the little towns mm -hmm. had their little fairs. And uh, so... Yes, I looked it up to make sure. I thought, man, that's got to be close. And it is. Describe a horse-showing day from wake up to going back to bed. Well, it sort of depends on if you're talking about when I did it with my mom and dad or as I did it as a profession uh, when I was first married. Mm -hmm. Which would you like? <laughs> Which would you like? Well, um, I'll give you a little glimpse into both of them. Okay. Uh, when? Why don't you tell us a little bit from both of them? Okay, I'll do that. Um, like if we were getting ready to go to a county fair or just a horse show at a what they call a saddle club, <coughs> um, we would uh, get around and... Uh, get our uh, trailer uh, situated and loaded and get our, usually we had uh, one or two horses that we would take. Now, is this with Roy Lee or Roy Payne? No, this is with Roy Payne and my mom. Okay. Yes. And uh, we take off and go. Um, as I got a little older, uh, say in junior high and high school, um if it was during farming season or something like that, my dad would be out in the field getting things done, and I would be back at the farmhouse uh, getting uh, the trailer and the truck hooked up and uh, getting all the equipment loaded. And uh, then when he got finished in the field, he would come in, take a shower, we'd all jump in and take off, and you would drive. And, and then we didn't go too far. I meant we went... Up north, Effingham, Greenville, um, that was about four north. And then south, we went down Paducah, different places like that. And so it was usually a, a day thing. You would go early of the morning and, you know, come back that evening. So that was it. But when I did it as a, um, a profession, um, when I was married to... Um, 
my first husband, his name was Roy Lee. Um, we worked for the president of State Farm Insurance in Bloomington, and they had a horse ranch up there, and uh, uh, we were in charge of everything. We had about 10 or 15 horses up there, and uh, that was a little more intense because we were doing it 24-7. That was the way we were, uh, that was our occupation. And um, so it was uh, a daily thing of getting up, feeding a bunch of horses, uh, checking everything. We had a lot of mares that had been bred and they were having babies and um, uh, then just training every day. And then on weekends, we'd usually go to a show. And that would be from anywhere from Ohio to uh, Kansas City, Kansas, to uh, not as much south as north, up all around Chicago, International, and different things like that. And that would require sometimes a couple of days or three days gone on the road. So Before you leave uh, Roy Lee, 53 years ago today, he gave you a beautiful daughter. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And she is beautiful. Mm. She, uh, inside and out, may I say. And uh, I think everyone that knows her will agree with me on that. And uh, I'm hoping she's having a great day. And uh, I miss having her around. Her and her uh, crazy two little daughters. And she has a son, too. But he's got his own family, which uh, he was nice enough to give me three little boys who made me a great-grandmother. How dare him? That's horrible. Well, how do you imagine me? I've got to sleep with a great-grandmother? I know, I know, and I know, but they're all so cute. And um, yes, yes, we did. I mentioned Casey because uh, Casey, Illinois, is the uh, home of the world's largest. Um, one of the uh, business people there who had a equipment company decided he was going to make everything in giant size, and I think he started with wood uh, with the wind chimes and uh, made a large pencil, a large chair, and everything is uh, the world's largest. And it's on the way from St. Louis to Evansville, and uh, so there's uh, a traffic there. But also another town that, why? Uh, it's on its way from St. Louis to Indianapolis. What did I say? Evansville. He, he had, we would miss Casey if we... Went oh. to Evansville. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah. And I really thought it was neat because when you go to a little town, sometimes you look at it when, um, what is the one that we love to go to in San Diego up north that has a windy road? Oh. <laughs> yeah. The apple capital of the world. Yeah, Julian. Julian. I mean, you drive. I mean, through this treacherous road, no matter how you get there, there's about a couple of ways I know to get there. Uh, I mean, if you get car sick, take a dram before you leave because you're going to make yourself sick. The curves are so tight. I mean, it's crazy. And it's so long to get there. And it's just one main street with maybe a, a couple little offshot streets. Uh, and it's covered. You can't find a place to park. Uh, they are lined up at this place to go in and get a piece of apple pie, which is it's gorgeous and wonderful and tasty. But my thing when I come into town, I think, 
how did it become that way? How did it get... I mean, did somebody just happen to be making apple pie and some stranger happened to come by and by word of mouth it finally got out? Or just like this guy, this guy decided that his town needed to have people come in because they were stuck out in the middle of nowhere and they they needed people there. They needed to... So he made, I think the first thing he made was a rocking chair, a giant rocking chair. And the news got out that there was a, you know, and the next thing was, like you said, the wind chime. And then it was, he just went to each business and whatever the business was, he made and designed some enormous thing. And now um, the people, you know, the people who live there are beginning to complain because they've got traffic jams now. But they're not complaining very much because it's, put it on the map, and people are all making a nice living and living in their town. But I do. Don't you ever think about that when you go through a thing? You think, what in the world? How? Who thought of something? Because I always think, I wish I could think of something like for Benton that would really put it on the map, you know, where people would just, you know, mm-hmm. they're right on an interstate. They're just perfect. People would stop, you know. Uh, the only thing I can think of we have now is a jillion, um, what do you call it? Antique stores mm-hmm. are that sort of thing. And lawyers' offices. And lawyers' offices, yes. Must be a lot of suing going on in Benton. Samantha always said a community, you know, she she was the youngest uh, marketing executive at uh, what mall was that? It was not Westcore, was it? Uh, whenever she well, started. That's, that's the organization she worked for, was yeah, the Westcore Mall. She was the youngest marketing director. Uh, marketing mall manager, and she always said, uh, "Certified, yeah, certified." The yes. only the youngest the, one who ever had taken the test and had passed. Hmm. Yes. Anything else? You? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just remember that. Because well, what she said, of. we were talking about community. She said, "The sign of a dying community uh, are antique malls and lawyers' offices." Mm-hmm. And whenever you have those two, it's just like crabgrass overtaking a lawn. Yeah, but now, you know, uh, Ramona, remember Ramona, north of San Diego? People drove there from many miles away for all the antique Mm -hmm. stops. But then that's a little town outside of a big town. So, yeah, it just always mesmerized me. Like uh, what was on the TV this morning, too? um, Mount Erie. Mount Erie, which, you know... We think it's Mayberry, uh, Andy Griffith's hometown, which it was. But I meant they had nothing. I mean, Mount Erie is not even. There is no such thing as Mayberry, mm-hmm. and so they just kind of took that and ran with it. And it's crazy. Before we develop Mount Erie, I want to go back to Ramona. And uh, remember Kurt Mundell, who came to see us, and we decided one night that uh, you and Samantha and I were going to take him to Julian Julian. to get some apple pie. Mm. And you remember what happened? Oh, my gosh, he got sick. Didn't he get sick? Well... Yeah, but I he, think he was more scared than sick. Yeah, we were in your Beetle, yes. your Volkswagen Beetle, <laughs> first driving. place. And so I wouldn't get sick. Evelyn was driving, so she wouldn't get sick. Yeah. Is there an echo in here? Yes, <laughs> there is. And he was, I, I tell you, he, yeah, 
and death he was list. in the passenger seat, and he he was in the <laughs> death seat. <laughs> I know, and I looked. I took the eyes off of the road, which I shouldn't have done because it probably paralyzed him, uh, and looked at him, and I mean, and besides that, on the way up, it wasn't too bad. But coming home, it was dark, Storming. and it was pouring down rain. Storming. Yes, and I think that he uh, got, dropped to his knees when we got back. And uh, thank the good Lord for taking care of us. Yeah, Kurt Mundell and Jenny were uh, longtime Benton residents, and uh, he served on the Benton Township board with me, and uh, we had a, a great relationship, en- enough so that he came out and uh, spent a little time with us. Yeah. Uh, Mount Erie, the one thing that uh, I wanted to mention to you and to see if you picked it out of the feature this morning was a woman who said, you know, when you're raised in a place, your inclination is to come back in the latter years of your life to where you were born, your roots. Do you ever feel that? Oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't want to live in Benton all the time. But I do miss um, kind of what it was like when we lived there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't get that back. I mean, when all our kids were, uh, they were maybe married, but they were all close. Um, that now I really do miss. I miss being able to jump in the car and maybe drive all day to get to them and to have a get-together. But... You know, as you get older and their families, you know, get older, and especially if they're moving in different towns and different states, um, everybody gets busy. And um, seems like we just don't have the time or, you know, and it takes a lot of money to travel back and forth. And, mm. and then when your families are getting bigger, you know, it gets more expensive because they all can't stay in your house unless you've got a really big house. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I miss I miss some things. Yeah. Yeah, I would like for it to be like it was before we left. And no. uh, you know my huh? Uh, I will go no, let's don't go that far. Well, no, I mean yeah. whenever I was growing up. Oh, yes. Yeah, if I could if I could go back to 10-year-old Joe B and and uh be there on the farm because you know, I am nine and a half years old, almost 10, and Whoa. I've lived my life that way. But uh, my mother, uh, whenever you and I left town and went to North Carolina, to San Diego, and then to Arizona, every time I would talk to my mother on the telephone, she'd always say, uh, when you coming home? Yeah, well, what she said, between her and Kirby, they both said, when are you going to get that out of your system? Yeah. Yeah, like you were running away from home, yeah. and you've gone someplace, well, Get that out of your mind and get back and we to where were. you belong. Yeah, and we were having a ball. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Every move we made, and due to you, every house we had was better than the house before. Did we figure out how many houses it was? Uh, like 14 or something. 21. 21, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I probably missed a couple, yes. But you didn't miss living in them and no. fixing them up. We had a great time. Um you know, we mentioned J.B. Carney and his daughters, and uh, my sister, Mary Lou, 
uh, text me right after that podcast hit the airways, and she said uh, her grandmother's name was Fanny Lucinda Sanders. That was her birth name, Fanny Fanny Lucinda Sanders. And, of course, she married James Monroe Carney, so she became a Carney. So that was definitely her birth name. name. And the Carney girls, if I'm using my memory, Ramona, Donna, Kay, and Rebecca. There was only four? Well. Seemed like there should be more. (laughs) Can you think of another Um, one? No, because... uh, uh, no. No, I guess not. Yeah. And yeah. Kay, you know, worked for us there oh, at the yes. uh, agency for a while. Oh, yes, she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's so pretty, and she's still pretty to this day. Yes. Yeah, we st- still keep in contact through Facebook and texts and, and uh, items like that. Um, it looks like, and I don't want to get into the Donald Trump scene, but you got to tip your hat to him again because he's stolen the headlines from uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden has uh, just accomplished, uh, my goodness, he's, uh, his accomplishments are unprecedented in, uh, in recent memory of uh, what he's done the first two years, uh, you know, with the climate thing and... Uh, uh, what all did he have? The burn pit? Of course, you know, Todd's interested in that because he served over in Iraq. Um, but you just go down the list, the chips bill, the uh, veterans benefit, everything. And what's on the news today? Nothing too good. Um, Donald Trump. Yes, Don- Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't really have a comment on it. It's uh, it's taking the air. He's managing to take the air out of all the uh, positives that the Biden administration has been able to register. So tip your hat to him for that one. So uh, what's your week going to look like? Busy, busy, busy. We have a wedding coming up that is going to last. Well, I'll say we are going to be working a wedding or having an event for um, one wedding, and it's going to be like four days long, four days long. And uh, so it's going to be, I know my daughter said when she asked me, to help with this wedding, she says, now there will be two days and you'll be working 13 hours each day. Can you do that, Mom? <laughs> I said, we'll find out. <laughs> I said, if we can't and you can't find me, you know I'm in the car asleep or about to die. So it's going to be, and it's supposed to be warm and we're having storms. Oh, gosh. I can't go without, let me finish that. Yes, it's going to be a busy weekend, and it's going to be, I mean. Where is that wedding? 
it's at two different locations. It's going to be at the Biltmore, which is a beautiful place. And then it's going to be a place called the Clayton House. And it all has a Hawaiian theme. Mm. Usually there's not a real theme to it. And this one's going to be fun because um, they we usually wear um, uh, black uh, so that people that need information or need help with anyone coming to the wedding, they know that the people around them dressed in black are there to serve them and easy for them to recognize us. But this time, um, the ladies that are having this wedding ask us to please not wear black because they're going to all be in beautiful, bright colors, and they want us to dress accordingly. So that's going to be fun for us. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but the crazy thing, right now this is monsoon season here, and we just had a wedding uh, Friday night, and uh, we were lucky because they had the ceremony in the temple. It was a Mormon wedding, and they had the ceremony at the temple, so that was inside. So then they had to come back to El Churro, where they were going to have cocktail hour and the reception and dance and everything party and the only thing that was going to be outside which was wonderful because sometimes we have everything outside and we have what we call a flip where we have to go from having a ceremony to flipping it to a dining thing and that takes a lot of time and we had a storm I guess one of the biggest ones that we've had here so far and uh, it started, and it poured down rain, and so everything ended up being in one room, and it was kind of crowded, but it came off great. But we were running in and out of the building, getting things moved and changed before everyone got there for the wedding. There, I mean, most of us were, I mean, soaked in our clothes. Mm. And it was it was a crazy night, and also it went went from 105 degrees to 72 degrees, and I meant a really short amount of time, but it worked out fine. People had a good time. Everyone's attitude was, you know, great. They didn't seem to mind, and uh, so you just never know what's going to happen here with weddings until it gets fall, and that's. For us, that's late October. You know, we are the retired roaders, and we're supposed to be uh, broadcasting, and our demographics show that we do mainly to retired people. Do you mind telling the ladies in the audience how old you are and able to do all that stuff? Oh, jeez, Joe, you're not nice at all. You don't have to. I'm hoping I sound very young and feisty. <laughs> you sound like Jane Fonda. Isn't she, isn't she pretty good for her age? Yes. The only thing is that, you know, you can only do so much with your face before it changes it. And she has such a beautiful face. And every time you get your face done, I think at that age, you know, it just drawing it up has to kind of change it. Yeah, but you got you got the kind of face that is. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Whenever whenever I saw the feature of Olivia Newton John in her physical, the physical uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, her her video, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, the the physical that was you identically, oh. identically. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, okay. Uh, stay tuned while I call the people with the white coats <laughs> to come in and take you away. No, yes. No. Uh, but wh- why do I do it? Why do I do it? I do it because uh, uh, I'm a people pleaser and I think my daughter needs me, so I help her and she doesn't need me at all. Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, gotten to know uh, so many vendors uh, and you get close to, and when we got to our, it was kind of like our first wedding uh, for the fall season, which is not fall, but that's what we call this. And oh, there was oh hugging and everything and saying, oh, hey, here we go again. Are you ready for another season? And and uh, it's just a, a nice, wonderful, like family-like uh, group of, um, and mostly all ladies um, who are working to produce something pretty and who work hard. And we know we work hard, and a lot of people don't know we work hard because you say wedding and you think of party. And uh, so, yeah, we have a nice uh, relationship, and it was good to see everybody again. But um, it's it's beginning to tell a little bit. <laughs> well, I think it's her way of keeping uh, both of us alive because uh, Tuesday... There are twenty and twenty boxes of linens that is mm-hmm. uh, that is coming in to the UPS store and yeah. here in Mesa and we I have four hundred people come into this wedding. Yeah, and I pick up those boxes are about eighty pounds a piece, and uh, I take those twenty boxes and load them in your van as many as we can get. And uh, then we uh, store and then load and store until we can get to Wednesday morning whenever we rent rent a U-Haul. And we put everything in the U-Haul. Hopefully we can take those out of the boxes and put just the linens in the U-Haul. But anyway, my portion is the lifting and the carrying and uh, placing into the... Yeah, uh, that's hard. Yeah, it is. Very hard. It is uh, telling, and and I am proud that I'm 83. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I sit back and say, uh, did I say 53, (laughs) you know? But uh, it's a resounding uh, shock. Well, I was kind of shocked, too, because uh, Friday when I walked in, um, one of the cutest girls in the whole wide world is one of that does a lot of uh, uh, floral work uh, for Samantha and her clients and her name's Aspen and um, all of a sudden I heard her uh, mom because most people call me mom and she said uh, uh, here we go again like I said well I go and she gave me a big hug and I did too and then next thing I know pretty soon she said she said aren't you having a birthday soon I went, no, who told you that? And she said, well, I heard you're having a birthday, and how old are you? And I went, oh, and that's when I don't like it. Not that I don't like it. I think it's sweet that she remembers, but it's like I hear the sound, and I think, oh, my gosh. And um, it's kind of, I think, what am I doing, you know? Well, don't ask that too seriously because no. we don't want to stop. No. Stopping, no. stopping ain't good. No, not for me, it's not. Speaking no. of Aspen, uh, Aspen and Destiny, 
are getting married in November. What is it, November 5th? Mm-hmm. In Carbondale, Illinois. So we'll be traveling over to Illinois for that big wedding. And wonder if there'll be 20 boxes of linens for that one. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it's quite that big. But it'll be a, a lot of fun. It will be a blast. So, anything else? Uh, any wrap-up? No. going to go get my ears checked and see if they're better so that I can find if I can hear or not. Happy birthday, Chelsea Lynn. Yes, and happy birthday yesterday was Matthew's. Mm-hmm. So, we have uh, quite a few in August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, let's get it going, and uh, good luck on your ears. I hope you come back with two of them. <laughs> I do, too. I do, too. All right, talk to you later, hon. Love you, darling. Love you, hon. Bye.